And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition. Actually, not just another edition. This is an extra special edition of Before the Three Count. Because today we have ourselves a very special guest. I am yours truly, the one, the only Osiris. And I am here with the host with the most. Unnamed host, Sam Sneed. <laughs> Sam Sneed, the one and only. Better and recognize. for today... Better recognize. Once again, here comes the man with the master plan. His name is Sam. And I think you better recognize. Exactly. <laughs> we, are, we are here with a very special guest today. We have the manager of managers, the, the manager extraordinaire, the man who has so many monikers that I'm going to do it injustice if I try. So I'm actually going to do something special today. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Uh, sir, will you please? No, well, that's easy enough. Of course, who you're listening to very much. So it's time to shut your mouth and open your ears and get a little inner eargasm from greatness himself, the platinum tongue pugilist, the grand baron of articulation, the ultra-violent linguistic greatness himself, the professional wrestling's last great manager, Mr. Chad Epic. That's me. Bada boom, bada bang. Very Church. impressive. <laughs> yes. Very uh, impressive. I, I knew I couldn't hold a candle to that, so yeah, we had to let you do your thing. Hello, <laughs> marinate. It's always best. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. But thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, thank you. Of course. Very excited to have you on here. Um, for for those that don't know, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where. Well, we've already established that you are the last great manager of professional wrestling. So tell us about your clientele uh, and where we can see you and what's going on. Well, right now you can see me wherever I choose to, you know, whoever is the highest bidder, of course. Of course. Because that's the way it always works. But I have been, let's see, what? I've been doing this for about 11 years. I think I uh, first met Osiris for, uh, when he was going by the name of G.A. West. Yes. <laughs> way back at the time, then. At the time, did he have blonde hair? I did know him when he had the uh, blonde hair. It wasn't, uh, it's not something no one likes to talk about, so... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that, I, I, I was looking bigger, blacker, and blonder back then. It wasn't he was uh, Sh Shelton Benjamin's doppelganger. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Sh Shelton got his stick from me. That is, oh, that is true. That is true. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't realize you were, you know, NCAA double champion, but we'll go with that, I guess. <laughs> uh, not that stick, but, but the blonde stick. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Did you have your mama roll you down happened. to the ring too? What's that? <laughs> you have your mama roll you down and you know, you roll your mama down to a ring and a wheelchair too? Much to much to Tony Atlas's chagrin. No, I, I have uh. <laughs> So Chad, um what what led you down the road of becoming uh the number one top manager? <clears throat> Well, there are no managers really anymore. If you think about it, it's either people that's been picked off the side of the road. It's promoters, friends. Yep. It's wrestlers who failed at wrestling. But as I've said to many people before, my whole thing is the first time I heard Bobby the Brain Heenan go off with Gorilla Monsoon back and forth. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Ooh, great. I didn't want to... Oh, they're the best. There's nothing I've ever wanted to do besides managing ring announcing commentary I never have a desire to stand on the grand stage I have no problem being the auxiliary character 
Yeah, nothing, nothing That's- wrong with that. And I always, uh, I always dug uh, Barbie the Brain. Always uh, labeling Hogan for his uh, villain-like tactics. He, he always, you know, started right down the line. So, not bad. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. That's a uh, interesting perspective, though, calling it an auxiliary character, uh, especially someone a- as loud and colorful a- as yourself. Oh, Mr. Epic? You might have went through a wind tunnel. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Says he's still connected. <clears throat> I was going to say he might have gotten uh, kidnapped by one of those uh, salty wrestlers uh, <laughs> that he might have uh, passed passed on by. <clears throat> it's definitely possible. <laughs> or Sheldon Benjamin showed up to the script not liking that uh, he referred to you as a uh... Also possible. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. The thing just oh, shut down I- on me. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I have no idea. Technology hates me. <laughs> I understand. We, we've been having actually a lot of technical issues with the show lately, so I wasn't sure if it was our end, your end. We're just going to say it's yours because, it, you know, I can't be wrong. Nah, there we go. Yeah, we're still using those uh, America Online 56 free hours anyway. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> That's what happens. We were, you know, the dial-up tone and someone picked up the phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it happens. <clears throat> But like I was saying before, you guys, you know, your horrible equipment really cut me off. We'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. You say auxiliary characters. I mean, I don't use it as a bad thing. You know, people seem to have a problem with, you know, there's always, everyone wants to be a superhero. But there's got to be someone to write the checks. There's got to be someone to sit on the sidelines, to clap hands, and there's got to be someone to flip the burgers, you know, to feed everybody. Every single person has a role in a place. I just realized early on I'm a lot better behind someone backing them up, making the deals, shaking the babies, kissing the hands that anyone else is around. So that's what I continue to do. Okay, okay, that's fair. And I guess it, as a man of many hats, and I guess this is my, my take on it. I'm like, I don't consider you an auxiliary character. Um, you, you know, you're a big part of any show that you're on. Oh, I mean, behind the scenes, like I've done promoting. I do the driving. I mean, I get the the checks for the people. I make sure I get the bookings. You know how it works, Osiris. You've seen me in action. I have. It's, I'm, I get, I, yeah. I'm uh, envious that that I have not been under your tutelage. Oh, you have. You know, you have Doc Ozone. That is true. And I can't I reach those heights. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be that high. So. <laughs> I don't know if any of us will. Yeah. <clears throat> That's very true. Very true. <laughs> but, uh, so you mentioned so earlier. Where's it at? Is there a fight breaking out behind I have no idea what just happens. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. Is that ghost like haunted our phone? <laughs> but, uh, so, Chad, where has your, um, what locations have been? Your managing expertise been uh, showed, you know, show that oh, <clears throat> promotions. I have worked pretty much almost every place this side of the Mississippi, up into Canada. Nice. Um, <clears throat> more notable ones that people will notice: I've worked for IWA Mid South, for H Two O Wrestling, for Limitless. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. Any favorite uh, promotions out the many travels? Um, actually, you know, some of my places I always will go back to is the uh, RWA, the Renegade Wrestling Alliance, out of Rhode Island. Okay. I consider that place a home base for me. Okay. Nice. And the Proving Ground. Okay. I have been there since day one. Since they were just doing studio tapings, we just had a show a few weeks ago that was a sellout in Beverly, Massachusetts. Nice. That's awesome. And uh, what were you doing on that show? Um, I was commentating the first half because, you know, I mean, let's face it, no one can do it better than me. And then, my (laughs) golly, the Middlesex Express, Stephen Lust, and Pimp Daddy Apple Cinnamon, of course, who just (laughs) celebrated their birthday yesterday. They both, how's that for a tag team? They have the birthday on the same day. Is that a shoot? (laughs) That's a shoot. Oh, wow. September 1st. Happy belated to them. Yeah, happy belated. All right, we were unfortunately, thanks to a crooked referee, we were in the uh, tournament. We made it all the way to the finals. We're so good, we were just put in the finals for the uh, Proven Ground Tag Team Championships against the Hispanic Mechanics. Is that really their name? That is their name, the Hispanic Mechanics, Jose (laughs) and Hose B. Hose B. (laughs) Hose B and Jose. I can't. Oh, okay. Now I got it. Jose. Okay. All right. Yeah. They okay. cheated and, you know, <laughs> they cheated and they won. They're the first ever throwing round champions, but tag team champions. But you know what? We have something else down the line that I think it's time we uh, possibly get something that belongs to us back. And you'll be seeing more of that uh, coming out soon. What, well, hold on a second. I, I don't know anything of this match, but I, I, I like to think I know you well, Mr. Epic. And I don't want to say anything that could be disparaging. <clears throat> but but I have known you to maybe bend a rule or two in your time. Never. <laughs> uh, that's not what if the referee doesn't about. catch it, it's not cheating. That is okay. true. Well, did and do we really have to talk about who cheated who before? I, I'm just saying. I'm just... I just remember a certain tag team title match where your boy Osiris, you know, popped one of my guys and you did a quick roll up. When we had you guys beat. I don't think anybody's ever had the fellowship beat. Uh, yeah, no, I've seen a few people, but those underhand I, tactics you were talking about. I've never seen it. Um, I believe the fellowship are undefeated. Uh, undefeated. Oh. Never lost a match. Never lost. Never even lost a round. No. Oh. <laughs> so it's my imagination that the middle sex have put you guys down before. That must be your imagination. Oh, you okay. Might have some vivid dreams. Uh, ah. <laughs> I don't know if you're hanging out with Doc Ozone, um, but but yeah, fellowship undisputed, undisputed. Ah. So Chad, what is what is your rapport with uh, Doc Ozone? Since uh, typically managers are like alphas of their pack, they like to just roam by themselves. What's your what's your relationship? Well, Doc Ozone with, uh, is his own is in his own little atmosphere, usually okay. all the time. So okay. <clears throat> I've told Doc Ozone for years he needs to get some. He's been wearing the same coat since 1952. He needs to get some shoes to match it. (laughs) (laughs) He gets red suit, but where's the red shoes? He's got red sneakers. Oh, red sneakers. (laughs) Sneakers do not belong on a nice three-piece suit. Well, here's the thing. He needs to get himself some red wingbacks. Here's the thing. Doc Ozone is a very active manager. He likes to, you know, mix it up, and he wants to always be prepared for if he's got to do something athletic. So he as long as we keep him, you mean like doing backflips out of cages? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Now that's a uh, something I would like to see. Uh, Chad, have you ever? Have it on YouTube. Okay, I'm gonna have to check this out because that's almost like seeing a unicorn. I'm pretty um, sure it was one of the Chad Epic Initiative guys too that might have knocked him on his ass. So okay, <laughs> yeah, that might have been uh, one of the Middlesex Express. Maybe, maybe, possibly <laughs> in a cage. You know, it happens. Well, Chad, have have you ever uh, wrestled before in in the ring aside from managing? I wouldn't call what I have ever done wrestling. Okay, all right. <laughs> I've had a match where I. Uh, promoter said hey I need, i'm doing this so you would sign this contract without looking blah 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 it's a match you're gonna have to do this so i'm like mm-hmm. okay and we tied up and i tapped out right in the tie up <laughs> okay <laughs> what was that again? see you just see i am too pretty to get punched in the face my suits so, are too expensive my shoes are too nice who, who was that against that uh that you wrestled in that was a one and only buck to ross Interesting. Okay. Okay. One of the OG members of the initiative. Actually, the co-founder of the initiative. The co-founder of the initiative. So we're going way back in the crate. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Can definitely get behind that. I mean, as you know, Osiris, there's been, you know, the family, uh, the house of Atmo always is growing, you know, just because, you know, some people might go off to someplace else. They might dine at another table. I mean, just because they're not dining at my table anymore, it doesn't mean I want to see them starve. It just means that, you know, we have some family issues to work out. Okay, that's fair. And I'm glad you bring that up, actually, because I wanted to ask you, uh, as a man who seems to know what's going on behind the scenes, what is the deal lately with the Middlesex Express? They are extremely successful as a tag team, and they are extremely successful as singles. Me and Broad actually just shot up. We had a nice little shoot all this past weekend. We were in Maine on Friday, shot up to New York on Saturday. Unfortunately, that show got set, shut down by the Popo. Wait, the show got shut down? By the the show got shut down by the police. Please do, do tell. Yeah, why? Unfortunately, <laughs> it was the uh, Pan Am cult, and it was a phenomenal show. I mean, there was everybody from every Did you walk say of the life. Pan Am cult. Pan Am cult. Yep, poly cult. Pan Am poly cult. Okay, okay. From Mav Young, he was running it, and unfortunately, the neighbor. It was uh, when I pulled up. It was in a beautiful backyard. I was confused at first, but fans showed up, workers showed up, food trucks showed up, and there was a ring. There was a ring. In a backyard. In a backyard. We well, got paid. Was a backyard show. No, 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 no. We got paid. This was a show with fans that just happened to take place in a backyard. That is bananas. It's insane. <laughs> Not the weirder show I've ever done, but. What's yeah. the weirder show you've ever done? Go Probably on. inflatable building. Inflatable building? Yeah, <clears throat> giant white inflatable building. It was like wrestling inside of the friggin' State Puff's ass. <laughs> <laughs> So how does an inflatable look like? Is it like a like a bouncy house? Pretty much, you just throw some giant fans, and it just erects itself wherever you have it. And fans file in. It gets hot, sweaty, and smelly. Interesting. And you're able to fit a ring in there, like it's that big. They're huge. They can get pretty decently sized. That's cuckoo bananas. I I wasn't ready for that. That's crazy. I mean, I've done a show inside of a firehouse. That was interesting. I can only imagine. Actually, was that a showcase? No, that wasn't showcase. Uh, that was a place in New York. Oh, okay. Because <clears throat> I was going to say I did a firehouse show for showcase one time. 
think the showcase I did though, well, we did the movie or the drive-in theaters, the fairs, the outside ones, you know, the inside ones. Yes. Good times, good times. And actually, yeah, as someone that's, you've been around a lot of places, a lot of atmospheres. Now you've said the weirdest uh, place you've done a show. It seems to be the inflatable. What's the weirdest type of show you've ever been a part of? Oh, I mean, any rated R that I run. Do tell. Rated R Wrestling, if you're not familiar. I mean, we've had four very successful shows. Everyone got paid. I made money. The building made money. All that good stuff. Fifth one we don't like to talk about. Okay, we'll pretend that, that was... never happened. Yeah, it just never <laughs> happened. But Rated R, let's see. Uh, rated R 4.20 happened on 420 about three years ago. We right. had a fatal four-way. It was Izzy Starr versus Dick Lane versus, oh, excuse me, a triple threat match. The referee just got himself. The zebra known as Jeremy Bell was in this one. And okay. it was Judge Logan Chambers. Nice. And it was a reefer on a pole match. What? The winner of the match would have to climb up the pole and grab the satchel that had cosmic brownies, Doritos, Mountain Dew, and a bag of oregano. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Needless to say, Judge Logan Chambers was not happy that this is the match he was signed in. He was very upset. He okay. yelled and screamed. Exactly. Well, that's the thing, you know, and then everyone, you know, he's like, this is unlawful. But even the referee and Dick Lane and Easy Star, they all had their green cards, so we were good. Okay, okay. Judge Logan Chambers walked away. He didn't want to deal with it. Wait, so did he not wrestle the match? Oh, no, no, he walked away. Yeah, he was, he was, he did wasn't he... happy that I booked Lyft on the same show. Him and Liftington don't get along very well. I've heard about that. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, the whole match happens, and by the end of the match, we even had a good crowd in there, and they were cheering for Izzy and Dick Lane to grab the satchel together. Oh, wow. So, Izzy, the zebra, and Dick Lane all climbed the rope and grabbed it and shared the satchel together. There we go. I like it. Great. Yeah, that wasn't my choice. That was the audience choice, and they just played off it. Uh, I like that. That's even better, you know? Couldn't have been a better ending, you know? No, exactly. I don't send think I could have wrote a better ending, I should say. <laughs> there, there we go. No, it's true. You send the people Wait. home happy. And the, for me, I, I'm like, yeah, that's the, the best stuff is when something happens organically in the ring. And, you know, you can you can really play with the audience like that. Oh, uh, I mean, rated R wrestling. I know you haven't been on the show yet, Osiris. No, I haven't been invited. You have to. Conflict <laughs> of interest has always happened. You're already somewhere else, you know? Big league. You were, big league I mean, you were a good distance away before. So possibly now, you know, with hopefully restrictions lifting up, I might be able to get you on one. We'll, we'll see what we can do. I mean, what? My very first match was uh, in rated R was a triple threat match. It was Latasha versus Jordan Grace. And I really feel bad for not remembering the third person in this match. Well, I mean, you've got Jordan Grace in it, so I... Yeah, that was the very first match of Rated R. The match that followed was a triple threat dildo match. Wait, what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was not ready for that. I was just oh, yeah. yeah. My, uh, Blackstone Labs BCAs. Uh, also, for those that are interested, go to BlackstoneLabs.com. Use uh, discount code OSIRIS underscore the champ. Get a huge discount and savings on your Blackstone Lab supplements. 35% off uh, this Labor Day weekend. Sale starts tonight at 12.01 uh, midnight and goes until Monday. So uh, everyone get in your supplements. But anyways, a dildo on a pole match. Excuse no, me. no, no. It was, it was just a triple threat dildo match. 
Uh, Wait, so, okay. There were dildos in the match. Oh, okay, okay, all right. And <laughs> towards the end of the match, the way it finished, uh, off the ropes, DTH, drop toe hold. I call it a DTH. Um, faced first onto the dildo. <laughs> Took it all. How did the dildo, because it, it was dildo on a pole, right? No, it wasn't on a pole. It was just in the matches. Oh, they were just they did dildos in the match. They were weapons. They were like, used like kendo sticks? Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha. <laughs> what kind of dildos are we talking? Like, um, we had a rubber? giant black one. Okay. So we had the Tony Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this isn't a PG show, right? Hey, it's rated R. Oh, all exactly. right, good. Well, fuck it all. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, our show. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about your show. Oh, Did right. I just get myself canceled already? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Our show is, I would call it, what? PG? Yeah, we're PG-ish. Yeah, we're... <laughs> I am the wrong person. We're the, we're the current uh, <laughs> WWE brand right now. <laughs> oh, okay. I get, I get that sponsorships and all, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I get that, so I'll refrain from... Uh, I mean, some of the rated R stories might not work then, but we did have um, <laughs> one of the most popular matches. Actually sold on this match alone, pretty much sold out the Bell Time Club. And if you've ever been there, I mean, to get 40 people stuffed into the Bell Time Club, 40 fans on top of oh workers. Yeah. No, this place is crazy. It's funny, actually. Uh, I'm not wearing it right now, but I have a, I just washed my Bell Time Club t-shirt. So. Oh, nice. Yes. Shout out to the Bell Time Club, Bo Douglas. Oh, Bo but Douglas. No, the, um, <clears throat> we had Judge Logan Chambers go one-on-one with Theodore J. Liftington. Wait, what? Yep. I don't want to say how, because that implies that. that oh, no, no, no. One-on-one, Theodore J. Liftington versus Judge Logan Chambers. Ended in a no contest, a draw. They beat the crap out of each other. I got it on DVD. I I feel like I need to buy this DVD. Uh, <laughs> everyone should buy DVDs from me. I mean, if you yeah. want to buy Chad Epic merchandise, you can go to BigDaddyTees.com. BigDaddyTees.com. Tell us more. Well, that's all you need to know. It's just BigDaddyTees.com, Chad Epic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Gonna definitely check it out after this episode. <clears throat> I'm trying actually to get my hot sauce, find a way to get my hot sauce on there too. So, what do you have available on there right now? Uh, t shirts, t shirts, hoodies, okay. hats, basically anything you you know can desire with my pretty little face on it. There we okay. go. And if people uh, want to know where they can see you, how can they find that out? Uh, they'll have to check my Facebook. I mean, I don't even have my calendar right in front of me. What day is it? It's a, uh, it's a second. Thursday. Yes. yes. So yes. I think the next, uh, right now I am in Tennessee. Tennessee? Yeah, I'm in Tennessee. Tennessee? Yeah. Take me to another place. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell I, us, why are you in Tennessee? What's going on? Oh, Dad, some business to take care of down here. Okay. Uh, Always some business you, to take care of. Are you down there making an uh, impact on things? Uh, making, you Ooh. know, trying to uh, get my name out there a little bit more. Talking okay. to the right people, you know, shaking hands, greasing hands. Understandable. Always putting yourself over. Always. APMO. That's what it's all as about. much crap as people want to get it for me. You know what? I'm a manager, according to them, just a manager. And I've done twice as much as most of these guys who want to give me crap. I would say maybe even more than twice as much. Oh, yeah. But with that being said, all right, so in Tennessee right now, um, any shows coming up off the top of your head? We have one for Vacation Land Pro. It's something you don't want to miss if you are in the main area. It's going to be Mason X versus JP O'Reilly. 
Okay. In a okay. no ropes barbed wire death match. Ooh. Whoa. Ooh. Shades That's... of Terry Funk and Cactus Jack. <laughs> oh, yes. This is going to happen on <laughs> September 15th. Or, excuse me, September 18th up in Maine. You can check all the, uh, just search Chat Epic anywhere. I will actually can send you the info after this is all done and you can, Ooh. you know, share it. Wow. But um, it's the first barbed wire death match. It's the first actual death match in Maine since that failed show that I did. Is that the fifth rated R show that never happened? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is kind of, it's a little bit of redemption. I mean, this past weekend when I was up in Maine, unfortunately, uh, something happened that doesn't normally happen. You know, the uh, freaking Mason X got his hands on me. Whoa. Put me Whoa. through a door, hit me with a chair. Got five stitches on the top of my cranium. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He beat the shit out of me. Oh, you okay? Oh, I'm good. It's me. I got a thick You're skull. <laughs> I mean, it's not Geno thick, but it's thick. <laughs> well, no, no one's Geno thick. That's no. a, I mean, he's a, he's a superhuman. Yes, exactly. I mean, he actually has a wax friggin' them down at the Ripley's Museum, and he has a friggin' wax figure there. There you go. I mean, he's extreme strong. Gino. Gino Martino. Shout out to Gino. Yes. I love Gino. He's one of my favorite people. Same, actually. He's my old uh, road buddy. He and I used to travel all over the place. Oh, the stories that must have been. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you might have a little idea. Yeah, I I know Gino. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, it's uh, like I said, right now, I mean, with everything that's been going on, I'm picking, I'm kind of being more choosy with uh, my bookings. You know, it's either a place that's that I smart. really want to be or a place that's paying me very well. Right. That's very smart. Very smart. So uh, I'm curious, uh, this September 18th show, do you know where in Maine this is? Um, I do, but I think if I close out my phone to get the information, it's going to shut down on me. No worries. Oh. No worries. Everyone Hold on. Check out the chat after Facebook. Did it shut down? No, nope. we're still here. He's still good. Oh, damn. Oh, all right. Look at that. Fantastic. I don't know. I, I might try to go check this out depending on where it's at. Same here. Well, you're also, let's, uh, let me uh, read something. That, I mean, not just me on the card, but you're also going to have AC Baby, AC Romero, taking on Bobby Ocean that night. <clears throat> oh, wow. Oh, That's yeah. Some big names. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be a hell of a show. I mean, it sounds like it. But yeah, you need to actually, what is it going to be in Brewer, Maine? In Brewer, okay. okay. Yeah, that's way up there. That That is up there. For those that don't know, that's up by Bangor. It's actually the next city oh, yeah. over. All right, all right. I don't I don't know if I'll be making that one. I'm still tempted, though. <laughs> that is a commute. <laughs> oh, come up to me and we can drive up together. There we go, there we go. Unfortunately, I, I do have to help a friend of mine move some furniture that morning, but he's in New Hampshire, so that's why I'm like, uh, it's tempting. One state away. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm like, I'm closer than I would be if I'm at home. So, we'll what see. day? What day is this show for? On is this a weekend show or is this Saturday? A Saturday. Okay. September 18th is a Saturday. Yes. We might. I was gonna say, uh, Osiris, we might have to make some arrangements and we might be able to join you on that trip up there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You want to? We'll, we'll discuss it off off air. We'll discuss it off air. I'm like, yes, sir. We'll, we'll help. We'll help Gardner move. We'll, we'll, we'll head over to the show. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got what? Great Nuka's going to be on the show. Alexander Lee, 
good cousin Larry. I don't know if anyone really wants to go see Big Cousin Larry, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Fun fact. I am one of the only people in the state of Maine who have pinned Larry's shoulders to the canvas for a one, two, three. Hey, you've got something in common with one of the other people on this uh, call right now. Ah. I mean, I'd be, he tried to challenge me to a hardcore match, and, you know, he ended up getting laid out on the ground, and I pinned him. Who laid him out on the ground? That doesn't matter. I just, it's the fact that I just, <laughs> it, it might have been a six foot five, six foot six behemoth that I carry around with me, but, you know. Always good to have one of those in your back pocket. I try to keep at least one monster with me at all times. That, that's very smart. I would. That's... I'm pretty sure you've actually met uh, my monster, Giles. Giles, the big kid, the big boy. That sounds so. I'm not sure the term I'm looking for. Uh... <laughs> big. <laughs> <laughs> I don't He's know. my behemoth, my you know, deacon of destruction, if you would. Uh, uh, that man packs a punch at six foot six, two hundred, yeah, two hundred, three hundred and fifty pounds. Oh, jeez, that's yeah. I mean, that man is going to knock out anybody. Um, I feel like if I had met someone that of that stature, I would remember that. But uh, I mean, he I might have knocked you out, so you forgot. We don't know. Definitely, it's definitely possible. Um, and, and I did take my medicine at the beginning of this podcast. Oh, okay. There we go. So it, it may be like last week's episode. Um, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. No Name was asking me about uh, some of my matches. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, I don't remember. Bullet yeah, Joe. You probably yeah, I like the Bullet Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Bullet Joe will be coming after you relatively soon. <laughs> Possibly. All he has to do is look down. It's fine. <laughs> just like lift your up. foot up off the ground an inch Ooh, I'll, I'll leave that between you and him I'm not trying to get it right uh, <laughs> well you're the one who was telling me off air you know you think he's just he has some shortcomings you know that's not my fault Ooh. you're the one saying it Osiris <laughs> so you're, he's you're another view of the <laughs> before the three count podcast oh they are don't let him lie to you <laughs> well Joe I have had nothing but good things to say about you he's lying <laughs> he said you would be really good at the micro wrestling federation <laughs> he said you could probably be like a mid-card champion there wow wow Bullet I don't know why he was being so mean to you but mouth. I am not that witty there's <laughs> the no-name guy feeding you these lines no, 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 not at all, not at all. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Chad, since uh, since we're getting back into the swing of things, ha- has the demand for your business increased now that things are relatively getting back to normal? Surprisingly, has- yeah. I actually, yeah, uh, I've been getting a lot of inquiries, but like I said, I'm being very picky about where I'm going these days. Okay. All right. Good. It's nothing, you know, and I'm not being Mr. All High and Mighty High Horse. It's just, you know what? I have my wrestling priorities and I have outside of wrestling priorities as well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I when you help, you know, I, I do a lot of charity work. I help, you know, the homeless and feed the children and all that fun stuff. I got to focus on my church. Last year wasn't a good year for us. Um, Chad Epic? Helping out homeless, feeding children, and taking always, of church. always. You know how I am. I'm a charitable person. 
I want to see the receipts. They're, how, they're, they're, they're homeless. They don't have receipts. <laughs> I, I've been to, uh, you know, uh, uh, Salvation Army. They, they give you receipts. Oh, no, that's receipts <laughs> for when you buy stuff, you know? No, when you donate, they give you a receipt. Oh, I'm not donating. People donate to me. Wait, people donate to you? Yeah, and I give it to the homeless. I mean, you know, the good stuff stays, but you know how it is. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, get a paid. minute wait a minute here. You, pe- you <laughs> people donate to you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> under, under what sort of guise? What do you mean under the guise? Under the church of greatness. It's a charity. People give me stuff. I give it to the homeless. I, I, I have a hard, hard time believing this. You, I am no very thing. charitable, okay? Yeah. I have given to churches. I am just not out here filming everything I do when I do it. I'm not that conceited and narcissistic. I don't know. I could see you taking from the plate, but I can't see you putting into it. <laughs> well, the plate's mine. Why would I have to take from it? See? See? I own the plate. There we go. The, the church has go. to get a cut. See, there we go. When he gets down to it, Chad Epic not only always putting himself over, but always only looking out for himself. Well, that's not true. My business efforts also, you know, help my guys out. Man of the people. Exactly. Helping your guys out, you mean helping you out? Because well, of course, the more money I make, the more money they make. The more money they make, the more money I make. I was just going to say. I mean, you get your cut. Always. Always get your cut. Hey, Osiris is no different than. Big business getting a tax incentive. All right, the Catholic Church is the largest business in the world and doesn't pay a single dime in taxes. I don't disagree with that. Uh, <laughs> Best business model ever. I, I, I can't disagree. I mean, look at the Vatican. Jeez. I mean, look, you know what? They help charity. They give food to the homeless, yet the Pope still sits on a golden throne, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Well, not this Pope. I actually kind of like this Pope. This Pope's actually not, not too bad as far no, as... No, this Pope uh, sneaks out to get Big Macs and stuff. I, I did not know that. It's very weird. It's like, he'll sneak out. His, the whole little Pope security, they can't stand him because he sneaks out to help the homeless. Interesting. Wait, I thought you said he sneaks out to get Big Macs. I mean, he does get Big Macs. Who doesn't want a Big Mac? I understand. I've, been tr- I've had my day of, you know, 2 a.m. You know what? I could go for a Big Mac. I wish oh, they had Big Mac at 2 a.m. White Castle would be nice. I got Bo Jingles down here and Steak and Shake. That's where Ooh. I'm hanging up. Thank oh, I love Good chicken. I've had some damn good food since I've been down here. Give us a couple examples. Well, there's this place called D&B Hot Dogs. Best freaking hot dogs I've had ever. They have like 20 different kinds and I've eaten them. I got two left. I got to finish on their menu. Uh, wait. Uh, what? <laughs> They got 20 like different hot dogs, like a Reuben hot dog, and they got a um, California dog and a spicy chili dog, and I've had all of them except for two. Wow. I don't know if that's impressive or if, like, I need some Pepto-Bismol right now just hearing that. Listen, see, see, this is the thing, Osiris. You've heard me say this before. You're the guy in the ring. You have to be A-shape. As the manager, I can be (laughs) A-shape. That's fair. That's fair. You know what? I'll do an extra 20 minutes on the elliptical tonight in your honor. That's fine. I'll have an extra stack of ribs for you. There we go. <laughs> Actually, once we get off the uh, podcast, I'm going to be making a nice porterhouse steak. Ooh, that sounds good. You got to put some uh, Chad Epic holy water on that, though. 
Ooh, now we're talking. Does your boy, uh, Mr. No Name, know about the holy water? I don't. No. Please enlighten me. Have you never, you've never offered him the holy water? Um, he hasn't been over, to be fair. Oh, wow. <laughs> Some friend. <laughs> Doesn't even come over to christen your new place? Shame and, on him. Uh, <laughs> we've, got, we've got busy schedules, you know. Now we do. No excuse. <laughs> but you know what? Next time you guys are actually, if you actually can make it up to one of my shows, yep. what you should do is you come over to my table and you try yep. some of the Chad Epic Holy Water. It is okay. a homemade, smoky, honey barbecue hot sauce. Ooh. And it's delicious. Ooh. So you tell me it's, it's better than Texas Pete and Red Hot? <laughs> it's it's better than all that stuff. It's not <laughs> all even, right, cool. It's a, it's a whole different league. It's it's. I will yeah. hold you to that. I will hold you to that. <clears throat> not even apples and oranges. It's apples and bricks. Yeah, no, no, no. My the tagline for Chad Epic's Holy Water is Chad Epic knows how to bring the heat. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Sounds good. And it definitely has a kick. <laughs> But uh we're getting close to wrap up time. But before we wrap up, uh one thing we want to do very quickly is just get your opinion on um today's uh for lack of a better term, I'm gonna say national wrestling scene. So AEW, WWE, New Japan, Impact, any of those big companies, MLW, NWA. Ring of Honor. Yes, NWA. Uh, have you seen anything recently that you liked or didn't like? Oh, I mean, I am I absorb it all. I'm a sponge for everything. Good or bad, I'm going to watch it, regardless. Okay. okay. Question, I can give you my honest opinion of it. I mean, like, what? the CM Punk thing? Fantastic. And I can't stand CM Punk. Wait, what? No, whoa, whoa. That's <laughs> but you know what? In this house. No, 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 no. CM Punk is can be a real pain in the ass. All right? Though you don't treat your friends or your boys the way he treated his. Um, I mean, do we know all the details of what, what happened? With him and Colt, who've been friends for like 15, 20 years, and when it comes down to money, he kind of shunned him off? Shout out to Pocabana. I believe we only know Colt's Colt side of things. Yeah. <laughs> so, who knows what the deal is? I mean, Punk just Punk just bought 16,000 people ice cream. So. Even, that was Tony <laughs> Khan's money. That no, was that not was punk. Punk's money. No, that was very much Tony Khan's money. That was, that was promotion. Punk's money. And it was genius. It really was. CM Punk, CM Punk had this idea a couple years ago. He got it from... Uh... Well, he got it from the old WWF ice cream bars. I know. No, 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 no. Um, he, he got it. He, he wanted to do... So there was a um, there was an athlete. I'm sorry. I don't pay attention to real sports. So I don't. <laughs> but uh, somebody in Chicago just recently won a championship. Um, and, and then that player left to another team and he bought bar tabs for like a bunch of bars in the city as a thank you and uh, when he did that Punk said that oh man like I should buy ice cream bars for a bunch of people in the city but he didn't know the right way to go about it and like but he'd already talked to the ice cream company about setting it up and so then when things came through with AEW it was like oh here we go and now we've, we've got a place to do it huh Pretty sure Tony Khan paid for it. <laughs> Probably, if you look at it indirectly. I mean, at the end of the day, Punk signed a pretty big I mean, deal, from what I understand. Yeah. Punk is living sheets. quite comfortably. Now, the question is, 
Sunday night, we'll be able to see if he can still do what he used to be able to do. I will take nothing true. away from him. In the ring, on the microphone, he's one of the best of all time. And but on unfortunately, the he still is. Uh, no, I don't think he's the best right now. I think Eddie Kingston could blow him away in the microphone. Really? Oh, yeah, 100%. I, well, here's the thing. I would pay big money to see it. I'm a, I'm a oh, I would love to see him and Eddie Kingston go at it. Yes. Uh, and, and I think that will naturally have to come to be at some point. Oh, of course. They're on cross paths. I mean, he's good on the microphone for his style. I mean, it was decent. It was okay for sports entertainment. Wrestling-wise, he just says whatever shoots to the top of his head. And it works most of the time. I would say 98% of the time. <laughs> a lot of, you know what, we will see this Sunday. A lot of the things with CM Punk is a nostalgia thing right now. Just everything he hates. CM Punk hasn't been wrestling for seven years. He's a nostalgia act right now. It's been that long? Wow. Yeah, 2014 Royal Rumble. Wow, so he's going to have some ring rust. Oh, yeah, 100%. CM Punk, despite what anyone might want to say, is very much a nostalgia act right now. He's not a nostalgia act. He's a uh, because I mean he he signed a, at least a, a one year deal, if not longer. Yep. And how about Edge being nostalgia act when he came back? I feel like Punk is actually mixing it up, whereas Edge is kind of doing a, a different deal. I mean, he came back, won the Rumble right off the bat. That was great. I wish there was like I wish there was actually a shit ton of people to see that. That would have been awesome. Just like Taker should have retired in front of a shit ton of people. Yeah, Taker, Taker should have retired, retired after uh, Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, many moons ago. <clears throat> uh, I mean, imagine Taker's legacy if, you know, he loses to Lesnar and, and calls it a day. That would have been appropriate. Same yeah, thing with uh, Angle. He should have retired uh, much earlier instead of having... Um, it's, as retired? you know, no one ever really retires in wrestling. I can True. guarantee we're going to see one more Ric Flair match. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's going to be willing to, to pay the liability to book that. I think AEW will. I don't do know a tag about. match. Think about this: for the first time since the early ni- 1990s, you were able to have every single four horsemen, the original horsemen, Oli, Arn, Tully, and Flair, and JJ Dillon in the same place. Is Oli still alive? Oli is still alive. I think so. That. Yeah, <laughs> Oli is still alive. You can have the original horseman in one place at one time. It's going to happen in AEW or NWA? Probably AEW would make the most sense. Yeah. Um, Because really, Flair, I mean, I I, would have. Flair said he will be in Chicago this weekend. Oh, yeah. He, of course, is uh, saying he hasn't had any talks with AEW or Tony Khan. Of course not. You know. Here's the thing you could actually have the original members pass on their actual legacy saying, hey, each one of them picks one guy on the independent scene, Impact, AEW to represent the new Four Horsemen for this generation. And I think that would work. That would be, wow. That would be pretty amazing. It would. You have the new Ric Flair, the new, you know, the guy take over for Ric Flair as the headpiece. You would have the tag team. You would have the friggin' singles. And then, of course, they would need a manager, like someone like J.J. Dillon, to come along and round it up. And would that be a Chad Epic? I mean, I would certainly take the job. <laughs> if offered. 
Yeah, I mean, but AEW, you know, I'm not sure if you follow my TikToks or not, but I've been doing this little thing every day. I've been posting a video calling out Cody Rhodes, calling out the Young Bucks, calling out Tony Khan, calling out AEW and Kenny Omega. And I'm going to do this. Every, yeah, today's day six, day seven. Every single day, I am going to make a video until one of them acknowledges me. I hate to use that term thanks to, you know, certain reasons. But they'll pay attention. Our they'll notice me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, AEW doesn't have any managers. They have wrestlers who are retired. <laughs> Their only manager is Vicky Guerrero. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Well, what would I, hold on? I'm going to disagree right there. Uh, <laughs> Tully Blanchard, he, he's not a manager. No, he's not. He's a retired wrestler. You can be a retired wrestler. No, 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 no. See, that's the thing. That this is why I consider well, myself professional wrestling's last great manager. Uh, I get what. I am Bobby the Brain Heenan was a wrestler that no one knew about for a very long time. Remember that he's not known for his wrestling career. Everyone knows who Tully Blanchard is for his wrestling career. That's true. Remember when they tried to team Ric Flair up as AJ Styles' manager? I personally was a big fan of that when they were doing the ice deal, and everyone's like, "Oh, bro, you got ice!" Well, and think about it: who was the main line? Who was the limelight of that? Oh, the nature- was the focus on Nature Boy? Or was it on AJ Styles? Oh, it was on the Nature Boy. Completely. That's the problem. Manager is never the main focus. We know our place. We in the background. Disagree with you on that. I I've I've seen that a few times. (laughs) (laughs) He and I actually got to a very uh, interesting conversation uh, one time about that. I'd I'd actually be curious to have. Actually, I'd be very curious sometime to have like a managers roundtable and and get like a few different managers on on the show. Um, Yeah. But yeah, Doc and I had an interesting conversation because I was telling Doc that a manager is the broccoli uh, on the you know on the plate. And uh, Doc said, no, um, a manager is uh, the bacon on the plate. And I said, you know what? I, I have no problem with bacon. I think the manager itself is the plate. The main course goes on that. Interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah. We hold yeah. everything together. That is true. See, that's what people, a lot of people have a problem with stepping back and not being in the limelight, not being the focus of attention. That's why managers fail. Most managers, and you've seen this, let's go a little shoot here, Osiris. You've seen it. Bookers will book their friends, their cousins, their brothers to be managers. They'll grab a guy off the street because, hey, he bought five tickets, so he's going to be someone's manager. They're going to run in the ring. They're going to try to steal the show. They're going to do moonsaults off the top rope. All facts. And they're not going to do their job, which is basically, and it always is the same, making sure the eyes are on their talent, they're on the opponents, and they're on themselves. If you're good at it, you can have make sure eyes are on everybody where everyone walks away with money. That's why APMO has been so important. Always putting myself over. I'm over when everyone else is over. There we go. Well said. Well done. Um, you know, For those out there listening, if you're looking for an old school uh, manager with a new school flair. Is that a is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, it works. I would have been called the last or the um, last of the new school carnies. There we okay. go. They tried wow. to say that as a um, insult, but I took it as a severe compliment. 
Absolutely. I I like that. So, yeah. So for those of you out there listening, if you're looking for the last of the new school carnies, Chad Epic is your guy. Uh, We know we have one listener in Germany. Shout out to you, whoever you are. Shout out to Germany. Yes. Um, If you've got any wrestling connections and you want to bring Chad Epic over. Oh, please do. Yes. Uh, If you you know anyone in Antarctica, I'm trying to sell a shirt down there. Are you? I have sold shirts in North America, South America, in Asia, in Europe, and in Africa. I need Australia and Antarctica to complete my uh, continent ring. Make it happen. That's what's up. I'm trying. So, uh, <laughs> universe is out there listening. Australia, Antarctica. Let's, 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 let's do this. Let's make this happen. Do it. But all Chad right, Epic merch all over the world. Yes. Yes. I can definitely get behind that collective. And what is the website once again, Chad? That we can bigdaddytees.com slash chat epic. All right, there we go. And that's epic with a K. Yep, E P I K. I mean, Google me, I'm famous. He's not wrong, folks. But all right, I think that's a uh, great note to uh, wrap up on. Uh, Mr. Epic, do you want to share with us any last thoughts, comments, ideas, emotional outbursts? Well, it's very simple. The pleasure has been all yours, of course. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. But all right, Mr. No Name, any, anything from you, sir? Nope. This was a great uh, interview uh, with Mr. Epic. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully he comes back on the show again in the future, once after his uh, trip down to you know Tennessee. And yeah, you know, when you guys actually – uh have time you guys can come over to house atmo jump in the ring you know run the ropes or something you know osiris you've been down you've seen it i have man i have i do need to get over there and get in the ring um because i'm I'm rusty (laughs) and we need to get you on that list (laughs) (laughs) yes yes uh mr no name wants me to get back in the ring so that uh i can get on the bwi is it bwi i believe so yeah, PWI top 500. I mean, yeah. nowadays, all you really have to do is just give them some money. They'll put you on it. <laughs> no comment on that. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I don't know enough about it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will say that, uh, yes, Mr. No Name enthusiastically uh, wants me back in the ring just to, to get on that list. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, Slick, Slick wasn't on that list, so... Slick Wagner or Slick yeah. the manager? <laughs> yeah, did you see that freaking Matt Cardona was calling out Slick Wagner Brown? He was calling him out? Yeah, he called him out. Where? Check out his latest promo on Instagram. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Matt That's what I said. He called out Slick. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> once, once we get off the air, we'll be checking Gotta check out. Gotta check that one out. Yeah, man. <laughs> but uh yeah i'm, I'm like if slick's, if slick's not on the 500 i don't know what kind of list it is yeah right <laughs> like i said it's people who actually will be paying the people you know i don't know it's like you have a lifelong subscription to pwi okay okay i mean the, i i know a few people on that list uh personally that did not pay to get on it so, so you think <laughs> hey, if you're bomb. not being worked, you're you know if you're not working somebody, brother, you're getting worked. And I and I definitely get that. I definitely get that. But uh, you know, I've, 
I, I know people in various promotions that you know they're they're worth making the list just because of where they work. No, oh, yeah. And uh, they they definitely did not pay to get on that list. And uh, I've got a few friends that are they're, they're on their way up in, in the wrestling world, and they 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 also made the list, and they they I know also did not pay. <laughs> well, all I'm saying is if Mark Cardona is not number one this year, then that list is a sham anyway. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just realized we are talking about a very different thing. Really? Yes. What are you talking about? Pro Wrestling Illustrated Top 500. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. What list are you talking about? Uh, the uh, top 500 black wrestlers. I know nothing about that. <laughs> I, 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 I won't be on that list. <laughs> I mean, I can, but not that good, man. You know that. <laughs> I was talking about PWI. So, B, as in black. Like the PWO? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, see, now that, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> We're talking about two different things, you know? Yeah, two, two I like... different things. That, that, uh, wow. Uh, yeah, so the BWI, which is the top 500 black wrestlers, um, who, and, and, you know, who, who even knew there were 500 black wrestlers to begin with. Um, that, that number I, was one also, had... I was also shocked to see that Bobby Lashley was uh, number two, and we just lost Chad. Yes. <laughs> oh, right, we lost him, lost him. We did in the tunnel. Uh, <laughs> darkness. The darkness took them. But uh, why don't you? Uh, <laughs> on on that note, when you when you uh, close us out. <laughs> oh, love it! Absolutely love but, it. But yeah, <laughs> if you all do, if you want to do the honors, my friend. <laughs> yes, uh, to everybody out there. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Chad Epic, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, on behalf of you, on behalf of Mr. No Name, a.k.a. Sam Sneed, better recognize one, two, three. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs>